Hello and welcome to the ADHD Guru Podcast. My name is Jonathan Carroll. I am an ADHD and executive functioning coach. Uh, for more information on me, you can visit my website at ADHDguru.com. You can call me at area code 877-398-2343. You can send me an email to Jonathan, that's J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N at ADHDEFcoach.com, ADHD Edward Frank, EFcoach.com. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at ADHD Guru. You can also check out my YouTube page for some helpful videos at youtube.com slash ADHD Guru. A um, couple other announcements for you. I am uh, really excited to be a part of the 7th Annual ADHD Awareness Expo. Um, it started on October 2nd and runs through October 8th, 2016. Uh, I'm recording this on October 4th. So if you hear this before October 8th, you have the opportunity to kind of check out and see what's going on there. I am speaking on ADHD and social situations later on Friday afternoon. So um, if you have a few moments, I would really encourage you to check out the ADHD Awareness Expo. Um, There's other great speakers on there, including uh, Dr. Ned Hallowell. Uh, Dr. Hallowell is the person who wrote the book Driven to Distraction. So if you have a chance, I'd check it out. It's hosted by my really good friend, Tara McGillicuddy. Uh, who does great work and really provides a lot of helpful information to individuals with ADHD. Uh, You can find out more about Tara at um, ADHD Support Talk Radio, uh, which you can find on iTunes, or if you do a Google search, I'm sure you'll find it as well. Um, I've been a guest on Tara's podcast and uh, really just have a great respect for the work that Tara does. Also, in other news, I will be on the ADHD Rewired podcast with Eric Tivers. Um, Eric does some great work as well. Has put out a lot of real helpful information to people with ADHD. So if you have a chance, um, I will certainly let you guys know when that comes out and uh, share that information. So I'm very excited about some of the things I'm doing outside of my practice. Um, And if I could have a small favor from you guys, if you like what I'm doing, uh, if you could leave me some feedback at uh, on iTunes or the Google Play Store, would be appreciated. that really helps me kind of understand the direction I want to take this podcast and things I want to do in the future. So, um, I'd really appreciate that. And if you want to reach out to me on Twitter or email or any other way, and there's a topic you'd like me to talk about, I'm always open to ideas. So with that, let me kind of lead into my topic of today, which is ADHD and females. Uh, this is something that really in the last couple of years has uh, sparked my interest. Uh, I started noticing that I was beginning to see a lot more female clients than, when I first started doing this about 13 years ago. So I um, thought about it a little bit, did some research, uh, looked into some of the trends that goes on with females in ADHD, and heard an interesting statistic. Now, this is from a few years ago, so this may have changed, but the way it was presented to me was 75% of diagnosed cases of ADHD are male. Well, if we do the math, that would mean that 25% of those cases are female. And we know that ADHD is a, is a disorder that really impacts individuals across a variety of areas of life, focus, impulsivity, um, you know, just its impact spreads throughout a lot of things. So I started, you know, really hearing what my female clients were saying, um, talking with professionals I respect uh, that are you know, that have dealt with females, uh, you know, there's a really a lot of great information out there. And what I started to discover was, you know, probably the biggest concern as a female with ADHD is 
you know, we don't see it. You know, we all know the stereotypical guy with ADHD. You know, he's the kid who's running around with his head cut off. You know, it always seems like there's a whirlwind of mess running around uh, him on a regular basis. You know, just that kind of situation. So we can see it. But with females, it's it's the opposite of that. Those same impulses, distractibilities, things like that are more internalized. Now, again, it's not a one-size-fits-all diagnosis. So, you know, it's not that it's in every case. But in a lot of cases, that's what we've dealt with. And I can tell you some of the harm of some of the, you know, more mature women I've worked with, you know, women, you know, in their 40s and 50s who've been basically told their whole life that, you know, they're not smart or, you know, that they're ditzes, um, they're blonde. I mean, not that I'm stereotyping blondes, but, you know, I think that we always have that thing going with, we consider blondes to have that sort of, you know, spacey mentality. If you even remember back to the show Three's Company, for those of you that watched it, you know, you had Suzanne Summers' character that was, you know, the stereotype of that. Um, and again, I don't say this in a negative way or in, in a way of being trying to be funny. I mean, this is just what I've heard from my clients. And it's really sad because, you know, it really knocks your self-esteem. You know, when, when you hear it from numerous sources, when you see that you're not getting places in life that you want to get to, it hurts. And, you know, how many females with ADHD have gone undiagnosed and have gone through their lives thinking that they're just not good enough. Um, it's kind of a sad situation. So when I see younger girls with ADHD and, and we talk about some of the impacts that this has on on, on, the fem- on on a female, it makes more sense to them. They're able to manage it more. So you know, if we don't know there's a problem, it's hard for us to fix it. So I think a lot of parents certainly did the best they could trying to help you know, when they can, but if they don't know there's something going on, then that's where the challenge is. So really, if you have a female in your household that you feel may be dealing with some of these issues of ADHD, would be to start asking questions. So what do I exactly mean by that? You know, what distracts you? How are you distracted? You know, what are some things that you're dealing with? You know, do you feel that it's hard for you to focus for a sustainable amount of time? What are the distractions going on? Um, I had one client I work with describe it as she felt like her head was in a fishbowl with bees flying around. Um, So it's those kinds of things that at least are the beginning point of understanding this more. I think once you find out that information, the obvious next step would be to go get uh, a, a diagnosis. Now, for younger clients, I always like a full neuropsychological evaluation. I like to be able to rule out certain things before calling it ADHD. For some of my adults, I think you know, working with a neuropsychologist that that knows the right questions to ask and and, and provides the right you know testing uh, batteries would give us a baseline of information. So that's really a great place to start. Would be asking some questions, and then taking that next step to potentially have um, a diagnosis of ADHD or, if it's something else, understanding that as well. So that that's really the first place I would start. I think once you get that information, then I think, you know, the several different interventions that are out there, you know, coaching like what I do, therapy, medication, a uh, variety of things, you know, applying more than one, 
really is your next step. And, but again, knowing what you're dealing with, you know, first of all, starting to figure out what you're dealing with, knowing what you're dealing with, and then addressing it probably is the most effective process. And so when I work with female clients, you know, I think part of it is, it's like, it's, you know, having them understand that some of the challenges that, that they've faced, that she's faced really was out, was out of her control. And now that we understand more about this, we can put our finger on it and make a lot more sense out of it. So uh, that's just some information um, on females with ADHD, what you can look for, ways that you can help it. And I think, again, the most important thing is to understand what what we're dealing with, uh, get a diagnosis, and then seek treatment. But again, it's not going to show up in the stereotypical ways that we think of someone with ADHD, we have to look a little bit more under the surface to help. So with that, let me close out by giving you my contact information again. Uh, you can visit my website at ADHDguru.com. You can call me at area code 877-398-2343. You can send me an email to Jonathan, that's J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N at ADHDEFcoach.com. You can follow me on Twitter at ADHDguru. You can follow my YouTube page at youtube.com slash ADHD guru. Guru, sorry, <laughs> ADHD guru. Um, I'm also on Instagram at ADHD guru, although I haven't really used that uh, genre as much, but always trying to find ways to get good information out to everybody. So hopefully that helps. Um, if you have any other additional questions, let me know. I look forward to the next time. Thank you so much.